work now. Okay. Yep. Broadcasting to the community of Loch Ray. You're listening to Loch Ray Community Radio. Your town, your voice, your music. Mind the Head with Paul Flaherty. A show that takes a look at the different aspects of mental health and well-being. Sunday mornings on Lockray Community Radio. Hello and you're very welcome to Mind the Head here on Lockray Community Radio, a weekly mental health and well-being show. Each week I'm joined by a different guest, some that are experts in their field, and sometimes by a guest that has overcome adversity and achieved personal challenges. My name is Paul Flaherty. And on this episode, I'm very pleased to welcome back to the show one of the very first guests I had on, a lady by the name of Sue Landsberg. Hello, Sue. Hi, Paul. Thank you for having me back. You're very welcome. Of course, Sue, I've got to ask you that very important question that I asked you back at the very beginning of the series, and that is, how's the head? Oh, my head My head is feeling great today. It's like, we, all, we have that phrase, you know, my mind is like a garden. I can grow flowers or I can grow weeds. So <laughs> I am currently growing wildflowers alone and the sun is shining. It so is. my head's in a great place. It How's is. yours, Paul? I'm, I'm, well, thank you very much for turning the tables on me. <laughs> that hasn't happened before. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you very much. Great. Looking forward to our conversation today because, yeah. Sue, you are a life transitional coach and a mindfulness mentor. Correct. Okay. But today we're talking about something a little different. The last time you were on, you spoke to me about social anxiety and you shared your very personal journey with us. But today we're talking about kind of transition and it coming towards the end of the summer and people are making transition between schools and college and maybe into the workforce. Yes. So this program hopefully is going to apply to anyone that's making a change, be it going from mm-hmm. like national school to secondary school, secondary school to college, college mm-hmm. to the workplace, or even if you're out there starting a new job. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Whether you're eight or 80. Eight or 80. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> never, for you. It's never too late. Never. No, no. Um, I suppose, I mean, where would we start? I mean, I suppose we had to start kind of at the very beginning. And, you know, if you're making that change between yeah. primary school and secondary school. I mean, I know for me personally, which I don't really talk about very often, but I mean, national school, you know, I was doing great. But then when I made the transition between that and secondary school, it was a huge shift. Yes. And at that age, I mean, I was like 12, 13, and it was yeah. just, it was so difficult to kind of accept the new reality that I was in. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, yeah. Ca- it can be, again, um, uh, it's definitely um, a new point in a person's mm. life when they're going into a new environment, they've mm. got a new routine, they've got new people around them, there's new learning. So everything is new, it's mm. unknown, it's uncertain. And now, of course, we have the, uh, of course, people are wearing masks. Mm. So that communication becomes all mm. that more um, uh, difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this, whether you're going into uh, secondary school, college, or as you said, starting anything new, all of these uncertainties, um, you know, can wreak havoc with our head. Mm. And that's what we're here to talk mm. about, minding your head. And those things can put us into a state of... Uh, stress, mm-hmm. where we feel under threat, um, and where we can't think straight, we can't communicate effectively, we can't make decisions, and we can't learn or socialize in the usual way if we are feeling under stress. Mm. Um, because as we spoke about before, this stress response releases um, chemicals into our system, mm. which um, inhibits our ability for clarity of thought, etc. And it limits us, it's sabotaging mm. us. Now, of course, the stress response does have its place if we're being chased by a lion or 
or uh, a car is speeding mm. in front of us and mm. we need to have that adrenaline to run or as it does is to fight or flight. Mm. However, we perceive this threat in so many everyday things. Mm. And that's what we're going to understand today is to manage that in a more helpful way. Um, we're going to empower ourselves and set ourselves up for success. Mm. Whether you are that child going into secondary school or the student going into college and we'll speak a bit about also about the caregivers how they can support um, a person in their care mm. throughout this transition and we're going to learn to master our own minds which is so empowering mm. and as I said our thoughts for example you know everything we're thinking it can either elicit the stress response or the calm response and it's about becoming aware that you have a choice mm. and that the thoughts you are thinking are going to either bring on one or, or two of those responses. So when we have change and everything new, as I said, it can bring on fearful thoughts, anxious thoughts, like I can't do this, this is too hard. Do you hard. think, Sue, does everyone go through that kind of, you know, that what you talk about there, that kind of fear of change? Because you can see some people kind of really adjust to their new surroundings straight away, and then some people kind of tend to really struggle. Yeah, look, it can, you know, it's a, it's a, some of us are inherently more equipped yeah. to be able to cope yeah. with these situations. Yeah. Um, and others, it's a, it can be a learnt, something that we can learn to do. So yeah. these are skills. These are skills that help us to build up resilience and our, and our capacity to embrace opportunities. Yeah. So what we got to do is, as remember, it's our, nat our, our natural response is to look out for threat, to mm. keep us safe because mm -hmm. for survival. Mm -hmm. That's how our brains are, you know were made as as cavemen and, mm -hmm. um, but we've I'd hope to think we've evolved a little yeah. since then <laughs> well. and so um, our, our natural state is you know we're creatures of habit yeah. we like routine yes. we yes. it's the what we know it's comfortable yeah. it takes less energy yeah. and brain power yeah. so anything new really can throw us mm -hmm. but it's what we do with that yeah um, so like I said about looking so we can have that threat response, which is um, stress, or we can have the calm response, which elicits more optimism, a posi positive mindset. Um, and when we're feeling more calm and relaxed, we can learn properly, we can socialize mm. easier, we can make better decisions, we're more optimistic, you know. Um, so really, we want to become aware that our thoughts and the way we perceive things can go either one of two ways. Now, when we reframe those thoughts of like, I can't do this, this is too hard, yeah. you know, that's going to limit us. Yeah. That will affect our emotions and it'll affect the way we are, are behave. So to set ourselves up for success, we can consciously become aware of what we're thinking. If we have these thoughts that limit us or don't support us moving forward positively, we can reframe those thoughts to a more empowering belief that can serve us well. Yeah. For example, I can't do this. So as a parent or a caregiver, we can look at, uh, or a college student, you know, look at, well, let's really look at this. Do I have evidence that I've done hard things before and I've succeeded? Let's go over all these events in our life where we did do it 
where we had grit and determination and confidence and we did succeed. So it's not like we're creating beliefs that aren't true. They are realistic, realistic, true, and there's evidence to support that based on your past experiences. So what we're doing here is we are reminding ourselves and reliving that positive mindset, mm. which el- activates that chemistry of, you know, serotonin, mm. dopamine, oxytocin into our system, which sets us for a more positive mindset Mm. and it's evidence-based. So scientific research is showing that this is a very powerful tool that we can all use Mm. to prime ourselves and set us up for success when we are starting something new. I really like that because, yeah, that makes so much sense because you're talking about, oh my goodness, I can't do this. Yes. But yet, all the things you have done in your life. Exactly. I mean, I really, really, I think that's brilliant. It's a very, very powerful technique to use. You are priming yourself for success. It is, like I said, it's not like you're making up this new belief that isn't true. Oh, I went up on the moon or something like that. But no, you've done something, you know, probably just as good. Yeah, Absolutely. It's evidence-based. And it can be the smallest thing of like, remember when you learned to ride a bike? Yes. Remember when you learned to skateboard? Yes. Um, I remember when you learned how to drive. May have taken you three times, but at least you learned. You you know know? what? It was hard at the start. Yes. But was it was it hard or was it just new? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is harder when it's new. Yes. So reminding yourself that it's not necessarily that it's hard, it's just new and it'll take time. Um and like a baby, like I mean a baby who's crawling and they're Mm -hmm. learning to walk, right? They don't say to themselves, oh, stuff this, man, this is (laughs) too hard. I'm just going to continue crawling. We all have that innate grit and strength to to want to learn, to move forward. So we need to just remind ourselves by doing this practice and what we call it is like your Successify album. So, you know, a lot of people have Spotify, right? And you'll have your playlists. So you can have your playlist for confidence. Mm. Write out all those occasions that you were confident and you did succeed or that you did something new and it was so rewarding. Write those out. And when you're going into something new, remind yourself and read through all these successes that Mm. you your playlists of whatever it is you need to um, build within yourself and um, when you when you go through through these you want to savor the thoughts you're having the Mm. positive thoughts and the emotions because then they last longer in your system and putting you into a positive state and the more you practice this your Mm -hmm. positive state becomes a positive trait Mm. So these are practices that we need to do every day. Mm. Even if you are do something good in that day, no matter how little it is, write it mm. out, all your positive successes. And then when we visualize going into something new, like starting the new school mm. college, like we mentioned, visualize how you want that to go. Visualize what success in that situation means to you. Because then you are setting yourself up for success already. Mm. When it comes to doing it, you've already replayed it in your mind. Mm -hmm. You know how it's going to go. So you are setting the chemistry in your system Mm. to a positive state for success rather than, so you can see how you can choose that Mm -hmm. or you can choose to be unaware and allow the the thoughts and the emotions that don't serve you, that don't Mm -hmm. support you to take over. Mm 
that's the moment you have to be aware of that you have a choice and set yourself up for success. Mm. So, you know, we can also like prepare ourselves like for kids going to school. Anywhere you're going, there's you're going to be surrounded by new people. Mm. And socially, because we've been, you know, distanced for so long, mm. that can become... Um, it could be perceived as a challenge, but let's look at it as an opportunity. How are you going to perceive this? Can I, can I reframe challenge mm. to opportunity? Mm. First of all, how can I set myself up there? We could, we could support our kids by saying, well, what can I do mm. to help myself there? Well, smiling, we may not see it under the mask, yeah. mm. <laughs> unfortunately. Mm. Maybe we could wave, mm. a little wave that breaks down that, um, you know, I can wave at you here mm. and you know I'm being friendly yeah. and I'm reaching out to you. Or we can have prep our children or ourselves even to have a, a question to ask someone else. Like, how are you? Tell me a bit about yourself. Mm. People love to talk about themselves, right? So it's not like just as an icebreaker. Mm. Um, Prepare one in advance, one or two questions, so that when you go into that environment, maybe you have your wave and like, hi, who are you? Tell me about you. Mm. And even if that's difficult to do, just try get those words out. And then that other person will be so excited that you're interested in them. Mm. They are going to connect more easily with you. So again, that's setting yourself up for success socially. Because somebody has to make the first move, don't there they? There you go. You know, don't wait for someone yeah. to kind of do it to you. Yes. You, know, you just yeah. make that first move. And it's easier than you think. Yeah. And you know what? Once you've done it once, That's you'll it. see how powerful and how easy yeah. it is and the response you get. So you're going to do it again and again. Yeah. And this will give you confidence socially. Yeah. And it'll set you rather, again, into that calm state of mind rather than the stress state of mind. Because especially now with kind of um, kids going back to school and yeah. even going to college, they've been so sort of separated from yes. everything for the last yeah. 18 months or so. Yeah. You know, it's going to be really hard to sort of make connections now with new people, especially, you know. Well, if so we those, tell ourselves it is, well, then sorry, it will yeah, be. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Limiting belief number know, one sorry. today, Paul. If you tell yourself, then yeah. yes, it will be because your mind will play out everything that is needed to support that thought. Yeah. So you're telling yourself, this is hard. This is yeah. going to be hard for me. No, this is an opportunity to yes. make new friends. Yes. What was the reward last time of when I did things? I learned new things. I made new friends. Yeah. It led to new opportunities yes. and possibilities. Yes. So catch yourself yeah. saying those things. Yeah. Write down that belief yeah. that is limiting and not serving you cross it out yeah. your brain then finds it harder to read and write that empowering belief that is going to serve you well See, even i'm learning now today Sue, yes. from you, you know so yeah. these are techniques that you can use at home yeah. we often um don't realize that these are just practices yeah but the more you practice as i said yeah. these um you know, they become neural traits. It's like we spoke before about having to train the mind into a different mind. way of thinking. Yeah. It's not like when you can physically go to the gym and train yes. for a weightlifting competition. Yes. You know, with the mind, you have to do it. It's mental fitness. Mental it's fitness. something, the more you do it, yeah. the stronger those mental muscles for stress, calm, reward, success become. Yeah. You got to choose it and you got to activate it. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's, it's really important and it's really, really powerful. And, um, you know, emotionally, like, I mean, again, the thoughts we can have of, of like, I'm scared, mm. I can't do this, I, I'm nervous, I'm mm. fearful. Also looking at it emotionally, 
this, like, I won't go too much into too much depth, but just to mention that when we actually observe the emotion in the body, so mm. instead of saying, I'm scared, saying, I'm experiencing fear or I feel fear. I feel it in my tummy. I have butterflies in my tummy. My heart is thumping. That's just the fear. I'm experiencing it. So if I'm experiencing it, it means I'm not it. Mm. I'm observing it. And our thoughts and emotions pass through our system. No thought or emotion lasts forever. Mm -hmm. They come and they go. They pass. So being aware of that, when you say, I am feeling fearful, I'm feeling it, it's a feeling in my body, and allow yourself to be porous and allow it to pass through. It's us holding on to the thoughts and the emotions that create more stress, mm. more negative thought patterns arise, more negative emotions that sabotage us and put us into that stress state. Mm. So if we can allow the thoughts to come and to go and the emotions, we learn to let go more easily. And I say learn again because it's a practice mm. and a skill. You can look at it like a train passing by, right? With mm -hmm. all these carriages and they've all got different thoughts and emotions on them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you're standing on the, the, by the train, you don't have to hop on and ride with it. You can watch it go by and that's your choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So be aware pause, be mindful of your thoughts and your emotions and detach yourself from them. What I also say is with these emotions, if they're strong emotions, and there's no doubt we do experience very strong emotions, what we do, what I do, and I've learned and studied to do is um, give that thought or emotion a name. And I think we mentioned this before. Give it a name. So I call mine Basil, right? Gosh <laughs> knows where that came from. But Basil, so Basil is now separate to me, right? So I ask Basil, I know you're there to support me. I acknowledge you. So we're not suppressing any thoughts or emotions. I, I, I acknowledge you. Yeah. I thank you for trying to keep me safe and support me. But I've got this. I've yeah. got the tools and techniques now to support myself. I know what to do. I've set myself up for success. Yeah. I'm asking you now, come along for the ride. This is going to be an exciting, fun adventure. Yeah. It's something new. It's something exciting. So you're asking them to that voice that is trying to keep you safe. That's mm -hmm. all it's trying to do. And it's all it's been conditioned to do. It's a learned behavior. Ask it to come along for the ride so you're not suppressing it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we learned to be cautious and calm and over like like have a stressed mindset, mm -hmm. well, then we can unlearn it and learn a new one that mm. is more beneficial for our whole well-being. Mm. So that's what that's also very, very powerful. Um, and as I said, it's like it's us holding on to and getting swallowed up by the story that we mm. are telling ourselves that affects the way we feel, affects the way we behave. So ask yourself, what story am I telling myself? What am I telling myself here? Mm. Is it true? Is it supportive? Can I reframe it to better serve me and everyone around me? Because the more positive mindset mm -hmm. that you can cultivate, the more you are going to get from life mm -hmm. and the more you're going to have to give. Mm -hmm. And so that's very, very powerful. 
And, you know, physically, I talk about the whole being, so mm. mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, because none can be left or, or looked at in isolation. So physically, again, to support this calm state of mind, as we said, every thought, it'll either go one way or the other. Mm. Be mindful, be aware, and choose, right? And this is, again, a practice. Things we can do before starting, if you're about to start your new school and get used to this as caregivers with your kids, or, you know, we, it's, it's very powerful, is exercise, as we all know. So can you start doing some star jumps or dance around or shake out your any stresses, releasing that tension from the body before you go in to do anything new? Mm. A lot of people do it before they give talks or mm. go on stage, you know, Walking barefoot on the grass, nature, grounding, mm. helps keep you centered, calm, grounded. Go hug a big tree. I think I've yeah. mentioned this before. <laughs> um, don't don't uh, comment until you've tried it. When you yeah. try it, you see how good it feels. <laughs> Start keeping a routine. You yeah. know, we are creatures of habit. So yeah. start and end your day by unplugging at a, a time that is, um, you know, well before bedtime. Unplug from... You know, anything that is getting the mind going. So, re like, get a, a calming routine going. And also in the morning, not jumping for the phone. I know it's a terrible mm, habit. We all have. It really is. But take those few minutes before you go to bed and in the morning to practice gratitude. Because gratitude, it sounds so simple and so overrated, mm. but it's not. Gratitude shifts our mindset to a more positive state. So, Focusing on things that you're grateful for morning and evening is very, very powerful in shifting that mindset. And choose your attitude. Mm. We often get up and being creatures of, of like automatic creatures, um, we just go about, I am the way I am, I feel the way I feel. But no, you can have great influence about mm. what you think, how you feel and choose your attitude and just monitor and reflect on the difference that makes, mm. you know. That, that's a huge thing. And another thing we can practice is like the the breath. You know, these are things you can do anywhere and anytime. You don't need anyone or anything. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love. I teach quick and easy to use techniques that can empower you mm. to feel more in control, more calm and more confident. Mm -hmm. So last time we practiced the belly breathing, which your, your listeners can look up, diaphragmatic or belly breathing, which is wonderful. Another quick and easy one that we can use. And with this breathing technique, as always, we're making the exhale longer than the inhale, because what this does is it activates that calm response in the brain. So one that's really, I know younger children even like use all of these things. So um, when you inhale for the count of three. We do one. We will do one. Yeah. I'll explain it to you okay. first, Paul. Okay. And I know you're eager. Know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll breathe in for the count of three. Okay. And we will exhale for the count of six. Okay. Right. Okay. So when we do this, what I would like you to do is to count the numbers in your head. Or you might like to visualize the numbers as well as you count them. Because what this does is it gives your thinking brain, which is always thinking, mm -hmm. it gives it something to focus on. It gives it a more helpful job to do. So what you focus on is and where your awareness is will also dictate your state of mind and uh, um, emotion. So we'll be breathing in for three. Okay. Exhale for six. I will okay. count you through it, talk you through it. And we will count the numbers like as I'm, so you're breathing in one, two, 
three. Don't say it out loud. You can say it in your head and visualize the number. So, as I said, you're giving your brain a job to do. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, the breathing calms your whole nervous system. Okay. Okay. So let's begin. Are you all ready out there? Yep. Right. Let's do this. So this can be anywhere you are. And what I also like to say is the more you practice this, Mm -hmm. the more it'll be your automatic go-to response when you're feeling stress, overwhelm, anxious, any of those things will help you feel more calm, confident and in control in any situation. So what I would suggest is to practice this a few times a day. So when you need it, it's already mm. there for you. Okay. It's quick and easy and there's no excuse. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So we'll breathe in for the count of three. One, two, three. And exhale for the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And we can repeat that again, visualizing the numbers. Allow your shoulders to relax. We can do this for three rounds and come back to this space. How's that feeling, Paul? Yeah, good. Great. So you could, you could, this is something quick and easy and at least younger children can remember three, six. Yeah. And practicing it a few times, you're giving that brain a job to do, that thinking brain, which comes, you know, your whole nervous system with the breath as well. So it's Mm. very powerful. Mm. But the key is not to wait till you need it to use it. Use it often throughout the day. Just get into the habit of kind of practicing. Yeah. yeah. It's like anything. You can't just expect to, you know, Mm. climb a mountain unless you've practiced. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the same. It's mental fitness. Um, It's minding your head. (laughs) There you go. So another thing I would just like to uh, mention about, you know, for caregivers or anybody who supports, you know, people going through any Mm -hmm. transition. Yeah whether it's friends, anybody, um, your energy is contagious and we influence Mm. each other. Mm. So becoming aware of this, like, I mean, we're often aware of like, um, if we go into a room, oh, such and such was really, had really like, Mm. not very nice energy or... But like I was saying to you before we started, if you came into the room today and you were like, hi, Paul, how are you? And I'd be like, oh no, this is going to be a hard interview (laughs) to do. No, you came in, you had a big smile and you were full of energy, as you say. And like straight away, I knew that we were kind of going off. We're going to be fine. Yeah. So that know. that had an impact so that, yeah, exactly. on how, how what you think yeah. and how you feel. Exactly. And so, being aware as caregivers of what vibe mm. are we giving off, what mm. energy are we giving off, and to each other, and using that knowledge to support ourselves and others. Mm. So. Like I also said earlier, we're often quick to say, oh, such and such, well, mm. you know, or this one brings a great energy to the room, mm. you know. But what are we giving off? Yeah, yeah. Let's come back and bring it back to us. Yeah. Are my, what I'm thinking and, and my emotions, 
first of all, are they serving me? And what am I bringing to the room? Yeah. How is that impacting everybody around us? So how is our, our, our state of mind, our perception of opportunities yeah. um, rather than challenges? Yeah. So when we're saying, oh, it's to our child, what are we saying to them? Mm-hmm. What words are we using? Because the words we use have an impact on how we feel. As I said, it elicits the threat or the calm response. So we have a choice. All our thoughts lead to one or the other. Mm-hmm. So let's learn to become aware of what I'm thinking, the impact it has on me, mm-hmm. and what I'm bringing to those around me. Mm-hmm. How do I talk about these new opportunities, these new beginnings around the person in my care? Do I, do I say that they're an exciting opportunity full of possibilities and reward? Or am I, am I going down the route of threat mm. and instilling threat and fear into my child? And that's something we can just ask ourselves. And it's something that we can practice um, becoming aware of self-awareness, self-management. These are Mm. skills and techniques that I teach that we can all become aware of and learn to become aware and regulate those. Um, Listening to our children, Mm. you know, often we're, we're trying to make everything better and fix things. But just listening with no judgment, even that's with another adult. And just in a a supportive and reassuring Mm. presence Mm -hmm. is already so much more effective Mm. than giving advice and what you think is right and trying to fix things. So, and reminding the person of their, their, as we call their successify Mm. playlist, Mm. you know? That's brilliant. Um, And ask questions rather than telling them what you think they should do. Ask them what they think they should do. It, that empowers exactly, them yeah, and word, the motivation yeah. then comes from within yeah. them, which is already empowering and gives mm. them confidence and be interested. Just ask questions and encourage a growth mindset. That's like trying new things. Be Enable them to be excited about trying new things, meeting new people. Yeah. You know, this what we're what we're telling them or what we're encouraging them to do. And they're very susceptible when they're young, Mm -hmm. you know, has a huge impact on them. Mm -hmm. So, and it also serves us better ourselves. As I said, it builds resilience and a positive mindset and our capacity to embrace opportunities with confidence. So, it makes sense that we become aware of choosing is something a challenge or an opportunity. Mm. And because with each one, whether it's a chat, you choose a challenge that can bring you down a whole rabbit hole yeah. of fear, yeah. um, resistance, um, anxiety. And uh, we discussed before when you're going down that route and you're, it's not managed in a helpful way, mm-hmm. that suddenly then can l- turn to people turning to unhelpful coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. alcohol, mm-hmm. drugs, etc. Things that don't serve their whole well-being. Mm. So that's why it's really important that these are practices that we do daily mm. to build that resilience muscle, to build that optimistic muscle uh, mm. and of confidence and calm. Because the more calm and re- relaxed we are in anything, mm. 
the better it serves us and everyone around us. Absolutely. You know, with the whole COVID situation, COVID-19 and the masks, Mm. there's a lot of instilling of fear. Mm. It doesn't support anyone. No. So, you know, and it's like that. We, We give out about people doing that with the masks and the vaccinations. But we're also instilling fear on so many other levels and um, self-sabotaging ourselves Mm. with fear. How else are we holding ourselves back? Yeah. And our children and those in our care as well. Yeah. So to be mindful and be aware of that. Well, Sue, that's been a really interesting conversation we've had again today. Thank you so much. I know you wanted to mention at the end that, you know, the advice that you give doesn't sort of you know, replace medical advice. It just kind of complements it. Absolutely. This is mental fitness. This is minding your head, learning to master your mind and your emotions. Um, And these are skills that we can learn to, as I said, to support ourselves, be, have a more open growth mindset, ever growing mindset and um, be more resilient. But no, if there are um, things that are of concern to you, this in in no way, um, replaces mm. seeking medical advice or mm. medical assistance mm-hmm. it it enhances and supports your mental health and well-being brilliant um people how can sue get in touch with you i am here in galway yeah i live in lovely barna mm. um with the great thing with being online now is um i am i'm accessible mm-hmm. um online um I, uh, my, my website is www.inner-happy.com or I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and my email is sue, S-U-E, at inner-happy.com. Brilliant. Sue, thank you so much for coming along again today and sharing your wonderful advice with us. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Paul. Thank you. Keep minding the head. Thank you, Sue. Thank (laughs) you. And that's it for today's program. Um, Thank you very much for listening along. To get in touch with the show, you can drop us an email, mindthehead at lcr.gmail.com or follow the show on Twitter at mindtheheadlcr. Um, Thanks again for listening. Until next time, take care and mind the head. Mind the Head with Paul Flaherty. A show that takes a look at the different aspects of mental health and well-being. Sunday mornings on Lockway Community Radio.